This podcast is brought to you by Adapt Athletic Performance and Therapy. Follow their social media accounts on screen now by clicking the link in the description. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas! You're listening to the Ball Talk Podcast with me, Ryan Bailey. And this is part of a new mini-series called The 12 Pods of Christmas. Over the Christmas period, I'll be bringing you 12 different podcasts with some new and some old faces. Please like, share and subscribe and I hope you enjoy. Right, this is episode number 43 of the Ball Talk podcast and day two of the 12 Pods of Christmas. And today I am joined by Shamie O'Brien. Shamie, you're very welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks for having me. So, the very first thing that we're going into, and the same as I've forgotten actually on one or two podcasts, but for the majority of them, I'm going to ask you a question that I asked you the other day that you prepared for. Mm. And it is if you could have a dream concert of three get uh, three guests, three uh, acts, one after the other, they can be dead or alive, who yeah. would they be? And give me a reason for each one as well. So, well, I was thinking about it straight away, talking about five minutes think of it, and I said to myself straight away, be MK, be Becky Hill, and John Bellion. Right. So for me, um, MK is like one of my idols in the house music industry. Like, I think he's just a baller. Like, what he can do with the piano is just immense. Like, yeah. Becky Hill, her vocals just are unbelievable. Like, I'd love my dream collab would be with Becky Hill. Okay. And then number three is John Bellion. I think his creativity and what he does with sounds and stuff is immense. Like, it's it's class. But mm-hmm. then I thought of it. I, re- I thought over again. I was like, well, they're just my favourites house producer music. Yeah. then I was like there's way too, there's way much more to a concert Yeah. and I was like well I want to like if I'm paying money I want to be wowed or whatever Yeah. so I thought of it again and I'm going to go with Calvin Harris Okay. so that's my muse, that's my house music kind of vibe because yeah. I think like his music his, uh, he's the, peak like yeah, yeah like the amount of tunes he has like you'll be yeah. dancing for his like yeah. um, second one was it's Calvin Harris second one was Coldplay Yes, I think they'd be unbelievable. I saw like video, you know that album they brought out in twenty twelve. I think it was like Milo something. I don't know what it was. Yeah, what the name I know, it was. Yeah. But like they had the the color scheme was like all like colors, like bright colors and stuff. Yeah. And I saw one of those fair concerts, and they had like beach balls going around. Everyone, like I think everyone's ticket or ticket was uh, like a band. You know those luminous bands that mm. go up. And, like they cut out all the lights and everyone had the bands up and it was so much color. I was like, Seriously? that'd be unbelievable to go with that. Yeah. Then the last one is uh, old school Rihanna. So okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go. So if you could have gone to a Rihanna concert in like I'm gonna say like Rihanna from 2008 to 2012. Okay. So that's from the Good Girl Gone Bad album up until the um, what is it Talk No Talk or something like that? Is it Talk That Talk? Talk yeah. That Talk. Yeah. Those that there's four albums in between those years from 2008 yeah. to 2012. Yeah, they'd be they'd be my top yeah. three. Cause concert. that's cause I like that you said the experience as well. Cause I had to think about it too, and I love like like my three would be Fleetwood Mac, Red Hot yeah. Chili Peppers, and Oasis. Cause like Fleetwood Mac, I missed out on a concert last year. Yeah, it was actually so I was so a few a few of the lads, um, had gone to the concert, and I was searching for tickets, and I was like, can't get tickets anywhere, and I went to work a few days later at Mickey Max. Nice. And, and, nice. Uh, and Mickey turned around and he was after coming back from the concert. Was he? Yeah. They, had, they had spare tickets going up. 
Of course he had. I never asked. <laughs> I never asked or nothing. But um, but yeah, I said Fleetwood Mac for that, and then could you imagine Red Hot Chili Peppers? It'd be yeah. it'd be just carnage all good. And Oasis just for the fact that like there probably will never be an Oasis concert again. Like yeah, that'd, you know? that'd be pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, and then but you look then and you're like, she's a Queen concert. Are you serious? Like, I know there's so many like yeah. yeah, there's so many. You can just keep thinking about it and thinking about it. And I know I could probably have a different one in six months time again. Like, exactly. Yeah. You know? Like even Gareth Brooks would be a big one too. Back then he did yes. so I won't be interested whole, in that. that <laughs> no, that one's just really Yeah, I like I like a bit of Gareth Brooks myself now, and I think even the fact that. He did. He was supposed to do the concerts in Ireland, all that. Yeah. All the stuff around that, like it'd be great to get one. But um, but yeah, there's a bit of there's a bit of differentiation now, and everyone's there everyone's is yes, yeah. like yeah, yeah. Raph now with, with with yeah, that, this would have come out the day before this podcast, so right. everyone would know that Raph's got Spice Girls in his. So everyone's got their own. It's one of those, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I've got another one for you now. Different spin on it, um, and something that you might think off the top of your head for Christmas dinner. You could have any right. any three people oh. over Christmas dinner. I know I'm putting you on the spot here altogether. Yeah, um, doesn't have to do with music, obviously. It, it can be, be anyone in the world, like yeah. Oh god. Um, dead Joe, or alive again? Yeah, dead or alive. Joe James Acaster is a comedian, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, <laughs> de- he's definitely there. <laughs> I think he's so funny, man. Jeez, uh, the things he goes out. He's definitely there. Um, See you on Bake Off. I did see my makeup. He's so daft, like he's uh, oh, gas. So yeah, big nursery on makeup. I only watched yeah. that recently. Yeah, that was all funny as well. Like, he's killing it all together. He's having more Gilligan or brilliant. Do you watch that show? Do you? I watched bits of it. Yeah, yeah. Is anyone? Yeah. Bits and pieces. Yeah, more Gilligan's doing a thing now on Sky with uh, Stephen Troy. I don't know if you heard of them. Yeah, yeah. The two YouTube, of them were doing, yeah, yeah. yeah. The two of them were doing very about well. About soccer, is it? It's it? like uh, it's 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 all about like Sky Atlantic and all that sort oh, of stuff. Right. They're basically plugging all the series that are on it. Oh, right, right, right. But they do they do actually they do have been on Soccer AM I think as well if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, Big Nasty is is doing very well. But yeah, James A. Caster is. Yeah, he's definitely there. Yeah. Um, for music, I go with John Bellion. He was my top artist this year. Yeah. I've only really discovered him properly this year, so he's definitely there. I think he's just so creative, like mm-hmm. the sounds he uses and his voice is class. Yeah. Um, third. You said three, was it? Three, three yeah. Third. I don't know, man. I actually don't know. I can't, can't really think of anyone off the top of my head. Yeah. I'd probably go sport, though, just to kind of yeah. switch it up. Probably go... Gerard is kind of like an obvious one. Yeah. He'd, he'd, be, he'd be good enough to chat to, I think. James A. Caster and Gerard now. Across the table for each other. Do you know what I mean? The accents across that table. Yeah. <laughs> um, just flying all over. Oh, no, Jamie Carragher. Jamie Carragher instead of Gerard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, he'd, he'd be good. Yeah, uh, Carrier series altogether. Himself yeah. and Carrier never just like. Ah, they're brilliant. They're, they're just, brilliant. They're next level. Like, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Right. So, only, well, it'll be a week or so uh, when this podcast comes out, but only uh, two days ago now, uh, you, it was announced that you got DJ of the Year. Yeah. So, tell me about the, um, so the organisation that gave you DJ of the Year, first of all. Yeah, so it's uh, Gorgeous FM, so it's a radio station over in Birmingham. So basically, there's this lad, uh, Henry's his name, he, he he runs this like show or whatever, it's called like Dance dance Freedom, mm-hmm. so like he kind of like promotes underground kind of music, so like every week he'd have, I don't know, like three Irish artists, three UK artists, and then three like rest of the world artists, yeah. so then throughout the year like, um, he just like picked up one of my tunes, it was actually the second tune I made, which was Baby If I Want, I think <laughs> that's what it's called, <laughs> I, should, I should really know, but... <laughs> 
<laughs> I think that's what it's called. No, it is. Uh, no, maybe if you want. Yeah, maybe if you want. And so I picked that up and that. He was like, look, I'm going to put this on the show. I was like, sound, that's great. Like, I was, I was kind of buzzing because, like, when I was kind of coming up through as a DJ and stuff, I knew of his show, like, yeah. and I saw, like, people around me being like, oh, my tune's on this, my tune's on this, like, the yeah. show. And I was like, should that be cool? Like, just kind of put that up on Instagram, like, yeah. in the class. And it was, it eventually happened, which was kind of cool. Um, and then, I'd say, I think it was only, was it November or, yeah, I think it was November or September. He was like, okay, do you want to do a mix for me? Like, just a half an hour takeover mix. mix. I was like, yeah, sound, yeah. no problem. Like, um, just sent it to him. And then, I think it goes by, like, the most streams it has yeah. throughout the year on his Mixcloud, which is like basically like SoundCloud, but just for yeah, music. Yeah. And I was like one of the top four with the most plays. Nice. So then, um, then it just goes down to a vote then and just as many likes you can on your social medias and like came out on top, thank yeah. God. It's on Boost. Yeah, it's class. I'm getting yeah. the trophy now too, so. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just the one over there. Yeah, after one Yeah, that's it. Like pictures. My Photoshop's up to the end now. Yeah. Yeah, no, fair play. Like, it's it's good to get that recognition as well. Like, and I'm sure there will be other people looking at that and that will eventually reach out to you. With that I hope so, yeah. yeah. I think those, he was saying that, so now, like, because I won that, I have to do a mix for New Year's for his his slot on that, okay. on that um, radio station. And then he was saying that some of the lads, I think for the earlier slots, wants a half-hour mix as well. So Brilliant. Other two mixes on the way. Yeah, so, going back to the very start. I know, yeah, very very start the very very start day yeah. one the dinosaurs um, so we'll go back to you started out was it piano guitar you were, you were oh very very start yeah very very start so you're musically you were was it piano or guitar piano yeah okay um, so I started when I was about oh I was in primary school I think it was oh maybe eight or nine went out to Nicky's out the road yeah. We love the name drop. Do we name drop? Yeah. So I went down to Nicky's down the road. Um, look, I'm not gonna lie to you. It wasn't my wasn't my favorite day of the week. I never never yeah. like Tuesdays. Like cause yeah. I used to never practice, and then just getting kind of getting a mouthful. Then yeah. I practice, practice, practice. But it's uh, paid off in the long run. Thank God. Yeah. Um. So yeah, did did piano. Obviously, everyone did tin whistle in school. Yeah. Then I picked up the Baron for mm-hmm. one summer. Did the summer school in October, picked up the Baron for that. Okay. Just kind of messed about here and there. Then I went to do drum lessons, did six drum lessons. Right. And then kind of self-taught myself to a decent enough level that I was able to do it from a practical in junior cert. Yeah. Um, and then pretty much I kind of stopped then. Well, I did piano all the way up to leaving some music and then that got me through that practical exam. Okay. And then after that, Dropped it as soon as I could yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, I do like it. I like the thought of being able to play the piano, but I don't yeah. like the thought of just grinding through it like a game. Yeah. Really like, um, yeah. Then I kind of picked up DJing. Say, it was actually at a house party in at Martin's Martin's Gavin's house party. Right. So this is in God. It's a TY year, fifth year, and Shane Keys is obviously DJing from like so he was only DJ around that time. Yeah. And we all had house party and then. It got to the stage where everyone was kind of like getting tired of whatever, everyone kind of went inside. So I was like, just me and Shane out in the tent, whatever. I was like, oh, sure, give us a go behind this, see what, see what the crack is like. I fell in love with it straight away. Yeah. Like, yeah, I fell in love with it. Um, I remember hearing this one tune, it was like John Stone's oh, How We Do It or something. It was a remix of John Stone did or something like that. I was like, oh, the hell, and something like that. And it was one of those tunes, and honestly, I just played on repeat. I was like, this is class. Like, I didn't know what I was doing, like, I was messing around. Yeah. But 
I was like, oh, I'm in love with this. And then I'd say for a solid, oh, definitely a month, maybe two months, I was texting Shane the whole time. We're like, oh, will I buy this controller? Like a controller is like a DJ deck, like whatever. Yeah. I was like, oh, will I buy it? Like, I don't know if it's worth it. Well, like, cause it was, I think it was 250 euro. So like, it's, it's, it's a decent enough amount for like someone in TY or fifth year. Like, yeah, absolutely. Um, and yeah, so I was like, oh, will I buy it? I'm not sure whether to buy it. Like, oh, what do I do? I ended up buying it. And yeah, it's kind of taken off from there. Yeah, because everyone has that fascination with, with the decks and everything at the start. Yeah, yeah, everyone does, yeah, yeah. Because I'm sure you get a lot of people that come up to you, oh, can I even go with that? Yeah, <laughs> you're like, uh, I love those people. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, no, but you're like, come on, you can have it. Have yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, even with the piano, I know you're saying, and like I was, like my mother and father got us all in and played music when mm. we were younger as well. Um, and at the time, you hate it. And I used to go on, on Tuesdays or Wednesdays. Yeah. I'd always miss the first half of Champions League games. Sting and sting. Maybe if I did it now when United weren't in the Champions League, <laughs> I'd be all right. They'd probably put it on Thursdays. Yeah. But, um, but no, it, it stands to you though. Oh, it sure stands does. to you now. Like. Yeah, because like, I started, obviously started so early. So like it was, it was probably one of the main reasons why I did music in in since junior start for like secondary school. And then like obviously because I started off with the piano and say like when you're doing music in, in junior cert you kind of learn the notes and try and knew them all already from learning piano so yeah. kind of like I kind of flew through the junior cert obviously the leaving cert is a bit harder like but the piano definitely definitely like helped me during that yeah. journey like and I know you because you were saying about MK as well and how he's yeah. got the piano side of it too and could, yeah. do you like do you try and channel yourself through him a bit um, definitely he's definitely an inspiration to the music I make and it was very yeah. like uh, consider like piano house or like that mm. but yeah I think he's class like, I'd love to get a session with him just yeah. even an hour I'd say you'd learn so much yeah it'd be class yeah so you said that day out in Martin's house party and uh, and yourself and Shane just messed about yeah when was your first gig then my first gig was in Mickey Max go away <laughs> was it still getting great promotion <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was in Mickey Max because I remember remember being in music in music class in, in secondary school and be like I was like daydreaming or whatever. I was like, God, geez, like where, where were like in my first gig or whatever? Like, because I was at that stage where I was a bedroom DJ for I don't know, I don't know how long it was, a few months, and I was like, right, I need to branch out. Like, I need to get me to get me the money back. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, like, and uh, I was like, sure, like Mickey wants a pub, like I might get a gig. Now. Mm. I was just like mentioned to him like on the flight. Like, don't really like. Yeah. It wasn't really meant to mean anything or lead anywhere. It's like make any chance of a gig in the pub, like. Yeah. He's like, oh, sure, leave leave with me, leave with me. And then um after one day after football training, like Mickey was getting collected, I was walking home and old Mickey or Mickey Mac Senior comes up to me, he's like, I oh, heard you're interested in uh, in a gig like I was like, Yeah, geez, yeah, that'd be good, Grant. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Then got in there, got in there most weekends now. It was you actually did a lot, it was a Saturday night you did a lot, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, he actually he's actually very good to me and I appreciate yeah. it because that's where I learned a lot in there. Yeah, definitely. Cause you can learn what you can and can't play. Yeah, exactly. Cause I oh, yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Cause obviously, what age was I then? Seventeen, eighteen. Yeah. No, I think it was seventeen. Um, seventeen. Yeah, like sure. All my music library would have been like house music, rap, pop, like whatever is popular. Yeah. Like I walked in there, like just a completely different crowd. So like, yeah. that was the very first lesson I learned was like, you need to adapt to the audience, and yeah. like that's one of the main things. The most, one of the most important things being a DJ is be able to read the crowd like yeah because I know because uh, DJ Paulie Walsh would you know Paulie would you he's, he's, um, he's like the DJ down in, in UL okay. he does all like rag week and stuff like that oh right yeah oh so the same he, podcast as well no did he do a podcast with someone with me oh. 
Was it? Yeah. No, does he have his own podcast though? Uh, I don't think so. I could be wrong though, I'm not sure. But he's like he's maybe he doesn't. Primarily a wedding DJ. Right. Um, and he's his own style as well. He what was the red suit on? Right. There's right. somebody in weddings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's a smart boy. If I was getting married now. Smart boy. He um but he he did, he does rag week in, in Limerick, yeah. you know, in the stables in the student bar. And he was saying there's one thing that he notices is that like over time he's learned how to and as you said, judge the crowds that when things are getting a bit rowdy, he might dumb it down a bit yeah. and, and put on a bit of a slower song or yeah. something, and, and then to get things fired up, he'll put on a belter, like, yeah, a bel- yeah, and and songs that you know, Irish songs that appeal to different counties, a bit of saw doctors, a bit yeah. of this, that, yeah. the other, like, and stuff yeah. like that. Would you be as have you come across any situations where you've had to kind of slow the music down a bit, like, oh, 100%, yeah, so yeah. like, say, say in the loft in Charleston, that's pure a small place, like, yeah, um. Yeah, you just be like, just like they'd come up to you and be like, right, just take it, take it down a bit, like. But like that's that's the lessons you kind of learn because like obviously when I'm standing up there, people are going crazy. Like I want to be like, yeah, I'm going to give them the more that. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's awful hard. Like it's awful hard to like realize like right, mm-hmm. you know, this could be dangerous. Like if people yeah. started like acting both like yeah. well, acting. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah, no, but like you do learn that, and then to a certain extent in the nightclub, you can nearly. You can nearly get away with it because you're in a different setting, and it's, you can, oh, yeah, you bouncers kinda, and yeah, you you can kind of let loose in there to a certain extent, but at the same time, they would come up to you if it was getting awful bad, like yeah, and obviously if, if like fights are breaking out, which which they do happen, like you, some some like clubs just tell me to cut the music altogether, which oh, yeah. which you do like, and then like they kind of sell for themselves, been like all right, we're kind of ruining the night, yeah, like cop on, but then some like clubs just be like, well, keep playing music, just change it up completely, mm. like as you said, to like slow it down, yeah. So you went from so you had yeah Mickey Max you had the loft you did Katie's a bit as well Katie's was before the loft yeah before the so loft okay. that was oof. I remember being a being a goal of mine to do that when I was in the secondary school you wanted to do uh, Katie's before I left secondary school and I think I'm not too sure now but I think I did did it just before I left it or else it was the summer of leaving it and mm. um, yeah I thought that was that was class I thought yeah. this was like wow. I yeah. am like I thought like this is a huge step for me like I thought yeah, you're all in like, the booth in Katie yeah that was that yeah. was the coolest thing I was yeah. like oh, fuck like this class <laughs> yeah but I remember going in being so nervous and like um obviously I know the lads who work there now like so I'd go in set up and chat to them at the bar like for age because like you'd be in there for half ten and people won't come in until like you know what like until like one o'clock or something like yeah some daft like so you'd be in there for age but I remember being so nervous like I didn't really know them so I just went into the booth set up and just stood there until like cause I was so afraid to chat and I'm like I didn't know what to say or whatever just yeah. stood there in the booth and for like those two three hours or like two hours before yeah. them, before everyone come in yeah and then just let loose then and then that was the, one of the biggest struggles I had then in in KDs was my controller I don't I actually don't know to this day was it like sorry my controller is like the decks yeah use so it's them I don't know still to this day was it my decks that were faulty or was it my laptop that was faulty right. so like the the ones I bought then was the two fifty ones that I was talking to Sh- talking about Shane yeah. talking to Shane about, and like they're powered just through the USB like so there's yeah. no external power so it just all goes through that USB so basically oh, right. you're relying heavily on that laptop and that USB cable yeah but like oh it just kept say like it it a glitch so like you, the music kind of go distorted for a few seconds yeah and then you'd lose all control or all power on the controller oh, and, right. but like, the music is still be playing but you can't do anything right. So what I had to do was like I hate that I was so nervous like I hate that mm. when it happened so what I have to do was shut down the laptop and reboot it like so that's 
easy 30 seconds, 45 seconds with no music in a nightclub, which is oh, right. fair for my deal. So every night I was walking into that nightclub being like, geez, it's going to happen again. Because like, I knew it happened nightly. Yeah. Or, day, or nightly. Yeah, it happened every night. Like, yeah. I knew it was going to happen. So yeah. like, I just going in with that fear every time. Then finally upgraded, upgraded the laptop. And now I'm on this controller now, or Dex now, which is the SR2 from Pioneer as well. So yeah. they're, they're more sturdy. Like they're yeah. externally powered like from the socket. Yeah. So you and you've, you've got to learn as well. Like, and and that, you know, that's, that sort of stuff stands to you. And even with this, like, I know with editing, if I look back at my first podcast, look at the editing. Oh, fact. Motherfuck. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I'd take it if I could. Like, yeah, yeah. You know? I know, but you have to, like, say for my production and music, like making music itself rather than DJing, like... I look back at my early stuff on SoundCloud and Jesus Christ. Oh my <laughs> yeah. God. It's nearly embarrassing, but at the same time, I think, I think to myself, like, I just look at it and be like, right, I'm going to leave this up because it shows the progression. Like it shows yeah. where it came from. Yeah. And you're your own worst critic too. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah exactly. I hear things that I'd be like, oh, that's so cringy. Like, but like you probably say the same. Ed. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So you had, you had Mickey's, you had the Loft, you had Katie's, you had, it's actually three years, three years ago, it would have been actually yes, the Saturday three years ago not today date wise but day wise mm-hmm. three years ago was uh, you did my 18th over in Flint's as well was it yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why <laughs> I was thinking that during the week I was like that the Ryan's 18th yeah. Sure yeah I remember that yeah. just that was daft yeah. yeah that was a good crack that was a good crack yeah. you, like, See, I, on the pool table at the back do you remember that you yeah up there. So all the worst thing about that is because three years ago I definitely wouldn't have been using that like weed small controller because right. like, going into that gig I'd be like well it's going to crash again <laughs> yeah. and, like the worst thing about it was like that pool table they obviously put planks of wood on top of it. Yeah. And sure. And I'd be like just using the real the corner of it. So like everyone else would be putting like drinks on the other side of the corner and all that. And I was like, well that's one issue. And then towards the end, like people would just be slamming it and like shaking the controller and shake the USB and then like I'm like, that's definitely gonna crash it like as yeah. well. And I was just like just constant fear every night, like going into the planes and be like, Oh, this is gonna crash every single time. Yeah. But like it was grand, I don't think. I don't think I hope they didn't know what it's like. What? No, no. If, to be honest, I'd say the majority of us, there was no music. Yeah. <laughs> I took any heat with that. Oh, yeah. I was going to crack. But uh, I did a few gigs out there. Yeah. Yeah. Did you enjoy going out to Flynn's? Like, just uh, not the fact that it was Flynn's, but going out to a setting like that that was a bit different. Um, I was carrying a lot of stress going out there just purely for my gear. Right. So if I went out to Flynn's, knowing full well, my my gear is gonna be fine. Like no one's gonna spill anything on it. Oh, because you know it's protected. Yeah, because yeah. like it's open, wide open. Like yeah. you can just bump into you and like that's drink everywhere, like all over your stuff. If I was, if I, if that was all clear, if that was like I know nothing's gonna happen, I'd love Flynn's. Like mm. it's classic. It's just so small and like mm. like it doesn't take a lot to fill up. Like and everyone's just vibing. Like mm. yeah, those those small venues like it's class. Yeah, but it's just protect my gear. Yeah, because <laughs> at the time like well, like I still even now like it's expensive like. You know what I mean? If that breaks, like, you know, for kind of not a few hundred, like. Yeah. So then, Longitude is, was it, is it 2018 Longitude? 2018, yeah. Yeah, so that would have been, fast forward from the 18th, it would have been probably six months after that, six, seven months after that then. Yeah. So talking about getting on to Longitude, was it through, was it through a competition? On it was through, yeah. Was it on so, radio? Was it? I radio, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, from the very beginning, I was, and she'll hate me if I don't say this, so I was there sitting on my couch at home, like just scrolling through social media or whatever. Yeah. I get this text message from uh, Sinead Serlis, which is okay. my neighbour. Yeah. And she was like, oh, well, that's crack. Just check out this competition. It's like just, it's for a long time. I was like, all right, so I'm like, I'm not like looking at like, who am I? Like, I'm not going to get this. But I clicked on it and it was, and it was like, I upload this 
half hour mix for a chance to be in or to be in with a chance of playing along to I was like jeez like not, not a chance of winning this like like <laughs> it's not gonna happen like oh my what have we done yeah yeah so um so thanks to Sinead for that one um so yeah I was like I was thinking about it, I was like Sherlock what do I have to lose yeah went up to the up to the garage that's where I had my all equipment at the time okay. and I went up there I was like right I'm like I was essentially in nobody like like nothing to prove so like I was like right I better make an impact straight away yeah so the first thing I did was literally sat down on my laptop go through all my tracks been like right no 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 yes yes maybe maybe split them all up and I realized that like I've put up a few half hour mixes whatever on SoundCloud like mm-hmm. I can guarantee you I'd say no more than five people listen to the whole thing so my yeah. intention with that half hour mix for, that I had to do for Longitude was hit them early hit them fast so the, that first tune had to be on Banger, it had yeah. to be on it like yeah. so what I ended up doing was um, you know I'm feeling good yeah, it's like I'm not gonna sing on your podcast. <laughs> but it's like if you're old school, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what I know. Ooh, who's the vibe? But it starts off with that, and it's just vocals, like, and is it th- that's the one that Flo Rida did a remix of, didn't he? Oh, I'm not sure, did he? It's the first line, yeah, 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 So I was like, right, well, like, who's gonna start a mix off with that? So I was like, yeah. well, I'm gonna put that straight in, and then basically pulled the mix or did a mix based on that tune. Mm-hmm. So I went off on it. Wanted to include Irish artists because I knew that because you have to type a message in saying like oh yeah like so I included Irish artists I thought that would be a good selling point I included yeah. all the genres I got rap in there house and then yeah and then I just sent it off and then didn't hear anything for a few months whatever no it's not a few months I'd say about a few weeks and then I went to see sessions that summer yeah and first night was over I think it was I think it was the second night right uh, or second after the first night. Woke up in the tent the next morning, and I was just looking through my phone. I see I got an email. I was like, "Oh, what is this?" <laughs> I was going through my email. I was like, uh, "Mark McKay." But I was like, "What?" <laughs> Looked in. I was like, uh, "Well, Jamie, you've been you're in the from Mark McKay from Mark McKay." Oh, yeah. That's wise. He was like, yeah. uh, "You've been chosen to be in the final four uh, for the competition." Uh, you just explained like, "Oh, you have to get votes on the mix, whatever." I was like, "Best luck." I was like, "What?" <laughs> and I was just looking around to all the boys. The first person I saw was Adam Bro. He was like. I was like, read that. He was like, no way. <laughs> I told him I just like, ah, oh, just loose then. And then, yeah. And then it was just all down to votes, really. And, jeez, the, the support I got was immense. Like, yeah. same, same with the, same with the, I, was, I forgot to mention, same with the DJ of the Year competition there. Like, yeah. The support locally. And it was just immense. Like, yeah. just people sharing. Like, and one of the coolest ones I thought was, uh, uh, Saying a track to share that, or retweeted that. I was yeah. like, yes. <laughs> there, thanks yeah. guys. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was class. Yeah. Like, I loved that one. Um, no, but like, geez, honestly, the sport is mad. And the same yeah. sport for Longitude. And obviously, I won it, which was class. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then going up to Longitude then. So, uh, say like, uh, the industry standard is that like, have two CDJs and a mixer. So like, mm-hmm. these are like, these are worth like six, seven, eight thousand euro. Right. And I'm giving out about spending two fifty on my thing, right? So <laughs> at that time I was messing around with that one and then I had to go from that jump, from that beginner entry level controller yeah. to this industry industry standard. And I was like, Well, how am I gonna do this? So I was like I was texting around saying, Oh, like who could I message who has these? And the only thing I could think of was the nightclub in Sligo, Sintale at the time. Yeah. And I text your man, 
I got his like Facebook or whatever. I texted him saying like, oh, can I just get in there for an hour or so just to practice? Like I've, I've won this competition. He was like, yeah, that's sound no bother. I'll do it like on Thursday and the competition, then longitude is that Friday. So okay. I was like, right, yeah, go on. Like I've no other option. Like yeah. Wednesday night comes around, I get a text from him saying, look, I'm actually not going to be home. Uh, we can't do this. Like we can't, I can't let you in. Like it's not asking much in. I was like, all oh, right, right. Uh, sound like so. Literally, that Wednesday night, Thursday night, YouTube videos left, right, and center going through how to, how to, how to tutorials, yeah. all this. Yeah, and like literally just so much YouTube, and because I obviously do everything through my laptop at the time, yeah. so I had to put everything on the USB, which is new to me as well, and they have to be in the right format and all that crack. Yeah, and it was yeah. literally just so much YouTube. And Shane Gee's helped me as well because he yeah. used them before. Yeah, then got up. Oh, actually, yeah, got up. It actually went grand. But um, going to Longitude, I got dropped off by my parents and I was just sitting across in the centre. Like, my team got a roll, Jim for the roll, classic, <laughs> settled me down. And uh, then just walked, like, because I didn't get any bands or anything saying, like, I was an artist. Yeah. So I just walked over. Um, just walked over to the to the fence. Was like, oh, what's the crack? Like I'm playing in the desperado tent. You were, yeah, good man. <laughs> I was like, oh no, not like, what? Well, I actually am. Like, and they're like, oh yeah, sound, sound, sound. And I was like, uh, like I'm playing now in like half an hour. They're like, sound, good man, back to queue. I was all like, uh, <laughs> a bit of a problem here. I was talking for ages and I showed them the emails. Then they were like, right, go to that prefab and just sign up as an artist. So I went in that gate and just straight away to the right, it's like, artist prefab, or like, one of the prefabs that would get, like, artist, whatever. Yeah. They were like, oh, what's your name? I was like, oh, shame of wheel, like, I won this, I read your competition. And they took out the sheet, were like, oh, your name's not here. And I was like, oh, man, it has to be there, like, like, I won this competition, like, and they were like, no, your name's not there. And they were like, I'll just wait there for a second, and they started, like, bringing around stuff. Nothing was happening. And I was, I was like, oh, no, this can't Jesus. happen, like, yeah, so then uh, I was looking through my own e emails then and like, there was luckily enough a uh, phone number on it for one of the contacts at the venue and rang them up and they had to come collect me at the front gate and bring me back, bring me backstage then. And this was how long before you were actually going on? It was literally, I think, does it start at 3 o'clock? I think it was 3 o'clock. And I was there, I was there half two, like no more didn't have to. So between that half an hour, I was stressing like. <laughs> yeah, I was oh, stressing. I was yeah. stressing thinking about it. Fair yeah. Hell. Imagine, imagine it didn't go ahead, like, yeah. what a flop. <laughs> what a flop. Oh, yeah, and that's a bad launch. They just walk past you in the queue and you're the, I'm playing on stage. Yeah, I know. Then I got, I, got, I got a weekend pass as well. That was a mad weekend. Yeah. That was cool. So you're on the Desperado's tent, you said? Desperado's tent, yeah. Cost um, an hour, which was the scheduled time, but I actually got like an hour or 20 minutes or something. Nice. Which was class. Because then the first, obviously probably the first hour like first 45 minutes was quite enough like you get like a few stragglers in and yeah, out yeah. but then like the last 15 minutes 20 minutes unbelievable yeah. oh just such a buzz like i'm sure like everyone from sligo like from tubber knew me, like, City, would, yeah. would come up to me yeah. and, like it was oh it's class like, like you're up here in mary park yeah playing in the desperado's tent and then of all the people in ireland and overseas that come <laughs> yeah. to as not a fellas that sat across the kind of team you in school yeah like. exactly exactly yeah. but like Ah, I nearly, I nearly enjoyed that more. That I saw yeah. them there, like so I kind of made, kind of made it's just it was such a surreal experience. Yeah. Like, but they're the ones that are voting for you to exactly, to get, yeah, to launch you and yeah. get to like DJ there and that as well. Yeah, and the amount of messages I got was just yeah, man, like 
Yeah. Felt like a proper superstar after that day. Like it was class. So social media is, you know, it's it's such a benefit to people. Like, oh, big in thing, terms yeah. of yourself, like the yeah, media, yeah. it's huge. Huge. Yeah. So about making music, I don't want to. Um, as I said to Martin earlier, I don't want to condense everything into one podcast. You know, maybe if we do a second one about making music or something like that as well, I think that'll be cool. But um, just to talk about about like um, a gigging in the future and that as well. So, or actually, do you know what? Beforehand, I'm sure Longitude is is up there. Would, would Longitude be your highlight so far? One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything that comes close to it that that has just been like a little personal milestone for you? Um. Yeah, so well, actually, only happened recently. Well, like obviously the DJ of the year. That's yeah, kind of, yeah. that's kind of cool. Like yeah, that's, that's very cool. Like <laughs> that's definitely <laughs> that's all right. It was it was a milestone that I didn't expect to happen, which yeah. is kind of cool. Like so, every year I have like these goals or whatever, and mm. I've ticked off like two or three this year. So okay, uh, one of the goals was to get one of the tracks signed to a label. Sorry, to a label. Oh, okay. So recently I found out that Sweet Lies, which I released with Eilish there. I'd say a month or two ago. Yeah. That's actually gotten signed to Blindsided, which is John Gibbs's label. Brilliant. So that was definitely, that was, for from a production side of things, that was definitely, because that's the first ever time a track was signed of mine. Yeah. So that's definitely one of the biggest milestones. Yeah. So that's being relaunched in February, I think February 12th or 21st, or one of those days. Okay. So yeah. you're just going to promote the they, they, show yeah, they'll do it yeah hopefully yeah. I'll get more like radio plays and like Brilliant. on Spotify playlists and stuff so yeah. hopefully another boost to it hopefully yeah more opportunities then after that massive and then so we're, your regular spots then for a gigging because I know you're in Galway the whole time now mm. but like your regular spots for gigging before obviously everything that's happened since like February March like, yeah so you were a resident in like I know you said KD's Loft and, and Mickey Max but yeah. since then like was there any where, so, where to be your regulars? Um, got into since I won't get into Sligo Town once that was cool that was for New Year's haven't really got back since hopefully get there again that's that was a cool spot like you were right was it Valley Harness or something? Valley Harness yeah I'm like a, a resident there as well I get there like once a month usually which is cool it's a nice wee spot like it's upstairs it's small as well so it's kind of like you know it's kind of like the loft sort of a yeah, as well as a bit, a bit bigger than that, like yeah. Well, like it was cool, like it's it fills up quickly and just like everyone just going daft, like yeah. This one night I was playing there and I think they were short and bouncers or something, and uh, so I was just playing away. I think it was during Christmas and everyone was going yeah. daft, and there's like a room out to the side of it, it's like a storeroom or something, and it was left open like a big mistake, and sure everything was being dragged out on the dance floor like ladders and everything. <laughs> I was there doing doing a mix or something, like a long enough mix, whatever. And I looked up, and I go see this boy dragging this <laughs> freezer from from the storeroom, unplugged it, dragging the freezer out of it, hopped into the freezer, just going mad. And people trying to lift him up the, inside the freezer, like oh, pure daft. And the bouncer came up and just threw people around the place. Like, but yeah, that was that was daft. Is there any other moments that you've seen that you're like, just like, what is going on here at all, like? That was definitely one of the craziest yeah, ones. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> a freezer in the dance were like, yeah. <laughs> um, any other crazy ones? Not that I can think of the top of my head now. Oh, that just like just normal drunk stuff, like yeah, but nothing, nothing too that no that I can think of. And when you're up there, like say if you're in like Sinclair, so I think I think Sinclair's a really cool one to to be DJ. Yeah, very cool. You just see everybody. Yeah, like, and the strobe lights behind you when they go, like it's just like yeah. where am I? Like it's class. What's your like? If like so, if there's one vision that you have from DJing that you've done, or just one, maybe something that you see every night that you're that you're DJing. But is there just one picture you have in your mind that you're just like, "Gee, that was class." 
Uh, it has to be Longitude, doesn't it? Yeah. I think that was so cool. Because like, I was up, up on a, like, a level above everyone and just kind of like looking down yeah. to a certain extent. That was unbelievable. And just the vast amount of people. Because like, even the people in front of you, but then looking out further again, you could see the Heineken tent. And then I think the Heineken had two tents or something. Or there was two tents in front of me. And just mm-hmm. seeing everyone there, like I think that was class. Then in Sligo, I remember it was coming towards the end of the night and dropping, like, I don't know what the tune was, but it was pure, like, it's like filthy enough, like, I don't know what it was, because Sligo Town loved a bit of techno, like, yeah, yeah. I dropped that, and then someone was doing the lights for me that night, which was class, like, I thought it was class as well. Right. Like, all the back, I think all the back, I didn't even know, but all the back of it is like a strobe light. So I remember mm. when that, like, came in, just strobe lights, and just seeing, like, because you know how, like, strobe lights message your head, like, yeah. and just seeing that, I thought that was savage, because all that dance floor was full as well. Yeah. That was another, like, iconic moment for me. Because even, because I know Sinclair is only, what, half an hour away in Sligo, mm. less, and I know it's only, it might only seem like the nightclub in Sligo to us, but when you see some of the names that they've got over the last oh, year, well, huge, maybe yeah. not over the last year, but like from February 2020, going back to the year before that, mm. like, you know, your Joel Corries and Hannah Watson, these yeah. ones, like, that's a serious yeah. list for you to be on as well, like, you're, no, you're, you're essentially on that, you know, and they look back in their yeah. books, they look back in their books yeah. that they've got. Let's say if they have a list of who's been there in the last year, you're there on it as well. Like, yeah, I suppose I didn't even think of that. that <laughs> I never even thought of that. Yeah, that's good enough, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Be in there amongst them all. Yeah. <laughs> so as I said, we will chat again about what it actually what actually goes into making a track. Mm. But for the future now, have you got like any any goals? I know as you said you want to get you want to get more radio time and stuff like that when it comes to yeah. um yeah. lights and that. But um can you see you know, do you want to bring out a, like an album or something, or are you just, oh no, way just, too much work on that. Yeah, <laughs> way too much work on that. <laughs> no way. Well, I don't know. It'd be cool to bring out an album. Yeah, but it's a lot of work. Like just it takes me, it takes me a while to attract. Like, okay. Well, sometimes it depends. Like some days it'd be like you get an album or an album, a track out in like a week or two weeks. But mm. say for Sweet Lies, that was like a a process. So that yeah. started at the very beginning of lockdown. So it actually. 220 Martin Carr. Mm-hmm. Um, Martin Ocean. Martin Ocean, sorry. Apologies. Yeah. Um, he sent me, you know, his Importante track. Yeah. He sent me the lyrics to that because, well, I asked him for it. I was like, oh, it'd be cool, like, just get a wee collab with you. Like, yeah. Just, like, it'd get a lot of buzz around locally. Yeah. It's like, well, give me, give me them, give me them vocals. So I sent them on, and I was, I was looking at them for about two or three months, couldn't get any ideas. Then it was, I finally got an idea, put it all together, and I sent it across to Martin. He was like, "Yeah, sounds sounds alright, like, but it's the vocals were a bit messy because yeah, it was awfully hard to get the timing right. I find it awfully hard for some reason to get his vocals timing right. Okay, that's nothing to do with him now. That's to yeah. do with my technical. sounds like a dig, man. That, that, that's my technical <laughs> abilities that I'm struggling with. Um, I eventually got to a decent enough standard. Yeah, I sent it off to Martin. He was like, "Geez, yeah, this track sounds good, like, but not sure about the vocals. Like, he wasn't sure about it. I wasn't sure about it. Mm. So then I was scrapped the vocals and got Ailish to work on them." Okay. And she's like unbelievable. I was sending the track just with no voice top. She was like, Yeah, sound leave with me. Two days later, she's the whole song done. I was like, That's amazing. Like, <laughs> that was unbelievable. So, was this for Importante? This for, the, originally was for Importante, right? Okay. Um, sorry, I should have clarified that. Originally was for Importante. And then what we weren't happy with the vocals. So, we scrapped the vocals. Then I asked Ailish to come on it. And then it turned out to be Sweet Lights. Oh, right. So that's okay. how Sweet Lights came about. Okay. So she sent me she sent me those vocals for I'd say within two days. Uh we just changed it then all through lockdown, just small tweaks here and there and then that's how sweet sweet lights came Yeah, that's a nice that's a cool story to have. Yeah. But um just to finish up, the future now for you. Yeah. 
or actually even to, before we go into the future I've thought it here we go can you look back let's say from the Shane Wee Wheel of Star and playing the piano and stuff like that and I know mm-hmm. eventually when you said you were in the tent with Shane Keys and you wanted to get into DJing to fast forward from then to now are you happy with your progress? yeah oh definitely yeah yeah Jeez, yeah yeah, 100% like I, to a certain extent I, I guess I guess I can really say that I kind of skipped a few steps from going say playing in pubs too long to like I kind of not saying that I didn't want to play long too then like but like it would have yeah. been cool to have that journey yeah it's kind of like uh, playing like at the beginning then this end goal kind of came kind of forward and then yeah. I'm kind of going through the middle phase now yeah because like it'll take me a while to get back into festivals and stuff yeah. hopefully sooner than later but yeah yeah and is that the that's the goal then? That kind of ties into my next question about the goal for for the future. I know, obviously, look, we'd love, I'd love nothing more than to go to festivals myself next year. I'm sure you'd yeah, like to play them. Even Martin was saying about gigging, and I know comedians are in the same boat as well. But for for foreseeable future, what's what 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 have you got in plan? Um, I think my goal for I haven't done them out properly. Like, but one of my goals for next year is to hit fifty thousand streams on Spotify. Okay. That was that was actually my goal for this year, but didn't really get there in the end. We'll move that to next year. Another yeah. goal is to collab with someone who's like higher than me in the music mm-hmm. industry. So that would kind of be cool. And um, just get back gigging and just yeah. bigger and better gigs, really. Yeah. So that's, that's where I enjoy myself the most, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Well, Shamey, thanks, William, for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me, Ryan.